And we are live with Now You See TV. I'm your host, Jake Grant. And today we're joined by PD uh, Vander Westhusen. Um, you're gonna... <laughs> I tried my best, but you, you can uh, go ahead and introduce yourself here in a moment. But before we get started, uh, for those of you who are joining us um, during today's show, this interview with PD, um, if you want to ask questions later on, please go to nowyouctv.org. Click the live show, and down at the bottom of that page, you'll see the live fellowship chat. Now, that's where I'll be kind of fielding questions later for PD if anybody wants to ask any. So please go over there. It's a great community. You can kind of discuss the topics that are being brought up today on uh, this interview. And uh, and and that's about it. So uh, without further ado, welcome, PD, to NICE TV. Please tell us a little bit about yourself um, and 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 introduce our audience to kind of your ministry and, and yeah. where you're at. Yeah, awesome, cool. Thanks, Jack. Uh, so I, I've got a YouTube channel, uh, Rise on Fire, and um, we've uh, been doing it for about a year and a half now. And, you know, it's, it's kind of started where God just kind of gave me a dream and, and, and kind of been just kind of started showing me about his bride and, and teachings around his bride and so on. And, and, I, and I was just kind of moved into this place because I was I had such a heart for you know seeing uh, the bride come in alignment with with in, with the father in both spirit and truth um, because right now there's a there's whole there's a whole kind of I feel a, a divide in in spirit and truth in in the body of Christ there's a lot of people who have an understanding of the spirit or they they're, they're operating in the workings of the Holy Spirit but there's then People who are on the other side, and and obviously generalizing here, but on the truth side, and they're, you know, and they and a lot of times in those circles, the the workings of the Holy Spirit are foreign, and and um, people are uncomfortable with it, and so on, and and so I just see that the Father is, is doing something great here, or he, I believe he's he, in this end time remnant where I believe we're in. He's He's, 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 he's about to do something really, and he's starting to do something really amazing with those two groups. Um, in relation to the tribulations and everything that's that's on the way, um, so yeah, so that's kind of I guess in a in a nutshell um, what what my ministry or YouTube channel is about and, and what we chat about on there, um, and then you know it's just about inspiring people to walk more like Yeshua. That's the that's the point of it all. Uh, the point blank answer is just to walk exactly as he walked without excuse and compromise and and uh, yeah, so. In a nutshell, um, that's it. I don't know if I if I caught you mentioning it, but where where are you from, PD? Yeah, yeah. So I'm uh, I'm in South Africa, and uh, more specifically Johannesburg. It's like smack in the middle of South Africa, like a huge city there. Um, and yeah, I come from a small town actually, um, but yeah, I moved here kind of beginning of this year or so on. And yeah, my my son, my my surname is uh, von der Westeisen. So yeah, but no, but no, I, I totally get like don't worry about it. <laughs> so, uh, PD, um, kind of uh, what you're going to be talking about today is something um, that is very much needed in the Hebrew root, Torah observant, full Bible movement, whatever you want to call it. Um, is yeah. this idea of um, not only just having truth, which is the word, the Torah, learning that all of God's word is for us today, but also being able to walk in the power um, and and in the in the in the spirit that we see that the apostles walked in in Acts, yeah. 
And, yeah. and, and that really is something that many people have been questioning, you know, where do we see these miracles? Um, where mm. do we see just the power of the spirit flowing through? Um, yeah. Even though we are starting to understand Torah and, uh, and yeah. kind of what you're going to be talking about today is this whole idea of walking in both spirit and in truth. Um, and yeah. uh, go ahead and, and share your heart with us and, and kind of what you've been looking into. Mm. Yeah, you know, I think the best way to just start is I'm just going to tell you guys about my journey um, and, and what happened to me. You know, when about like in 2009, I had this, I was in this place where I was, I was just seeing all the denominations all over the world. And I was just like, Father, you know, where do I go from here? And I was in this, in this space of really just seeking the Father in truth. And I was like, Lord, I... I need the truth if I'm going to follow you, you know, and I'm, and I, you know, I just basically gave my life towards that. And I said, Lord, no matter what it means, I need the truth. And I think that's a lot of people's story, you know, when they kind of start that journey and, you know, long story short, the father kind of started revealing to me a lot of amazing things, you know, like the Sabbath day and the feast days and all the amazing things that that teaches about him. And, you know, a few years later, while in that journey, you know, I started learning a lot of that and doing the walk and all that. I, I again came to a similar place I was in the beginning of that journey where I was questioning where is um, the truth. Now I was in a place where I'm seeing all my brothers and sisters who have a, this, a love and, and, and for the truth and such a desire to walk exactly like Yeshua walked. But then I read something like the book of Acts and or or you know, the, the power that Yeshua walked in. And I was just like, so Lord, where is this? Because I'm reading it in my Bible and, I'm, and, I, and, I, and I believe it, but where is it? Because I just don't see it anywhere. And again, I was in that place and I, and I earnestly, actually for around, I think two years, I earnestly, I started asking everyone the question, why aren't we seeing this, you know? And no one could really answer. And I didn't know what the answer was. People were saying, oh, we're waiting for it or we're working towards it or, um, you know, whatever the case is. Or, you know, even it's not for today, you know, whatever the case is. And so what happened is one night I, I had a dream. And, in, and, I've, and at this point in my walk, just to make it kind of just for some context, I mean, I've never done anything I've never witnessed a miracle. I've never been to, a, I didn't grow up in a charismatic church even or anything like that. And so it was, a, this is a completely foreign subject to me at the time. And so I was in this dream and I was in Jerusalem and I was standing on the streets there and um, it was like a marketplace. And there was this little boy in front of me in this dream. And I, and I, and I, and I was instructing this boy in this dream on how to, pray for this girl that was right in front of him and this is really weird for me but i was just like telling and and the, the girl had like a, a a shoulder issue and i just you know i was saying okay you know lay your hands on the shoulder and pray and whatever and what by the end of it the girl got healed in the dream and in, in her shoulder and she turned around and ran to her jewish mother and she brought her jewish mother and I'm like telling the mother, this is Yeshua and he, he loves you so much and kind of witnessing to them and so on. And, and uh, right after that, I got persecuted in the dream and just, you know, a lot of persecution. I was kind of a missionary kind of thing. And then I woke up and, and when I woke up, I was just like, this is so weird. You know, I've never even, you know, interesting, but I wasn't even sure if this was from the father. And 
but I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna fast and pray. And that week, it was I had the dream on the Sunday, and, and that week I fasted and I prayed, and I just I was earnestly just if there's most from Father, what does this mean, you know? And um, so what happened is uh, the next Saturday, I was sitting at home and and I started just having this random thought come into my head. And it, the thought was, go to Hatfield Square. There's someone you need to meet. Okay, so Hatfield Square is just a place nearby where like people hang out, like a place in the city. And um, so I had this thought, and I was just like, this is weird. Why am I thinking of this? You know? And and I was just like, no, this is this is crazy. And but but this thought wouldn't leave me. And and I'll, at the end of the day, well, at the end of an hour later, or whatever. So, you know what? I'm just gonna get in my car and drive there and see what's what's up. I've been fasting and praying this week. Maybe something's going on. And um, I I got there, got out of my car, and immediately this man came up to me and he started talking to me about his life and 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 all kinds of just you know he was in a like a, a dip in his life and and all that. And again, well, this this kind of thought came again, but this time this thought came right out of my mouth. And I said, brother, do you have any pain in your shoulder? And and when I the moment I said that, I was kind of like, what did I just say in my in the back of my mind? You know, I was just kind of like, what what am I doing? You know, because this is not me. I, and I was super afraid at the at that moment as well. I was I was my heart was like, yo, dude. <laughs> and um, I, and I and I and I and asked the guy, you know, do you have pain in your shoulder? And he's he's like, yeah, I do. You know, why? And he's so weirded out, kind of. And I'm like, again, I'm just like, okay, dude, I think Jesus, Yeshua is going to heal your shoulder right now. And when I said that again, dude, I was like, what am I doing? You know? And uh, yeah. And so, dude, I just, I just laid my hand on his shoulder and I, and I commanded the pain to leave in the name of Yeshua. And he just said, Father, Lord, I just thank you so much. Lord, we command this pain to leave right now. And um, I'm like, okay, dude, I don't want to just leave. I want to like see what's going on. And I'm like, dude, just, just test it out for me, you know? And um, the issue was if he lifted his shoulder past about that point, it, it hurt him. And so he he went up and he's like, and he lifted his shoulder like all the way. And he's like, and his eyes were like huge. He's like, dude, there's no pain. What? You know? And I couldn't believe it. Like, I, li I really couldn't believe it. I thought he's joking. And he, he looked at me and he's like, just wait here, just wait here. And he turned around and he, and he go and grabbed his friend and brought a friend because um, he's a local there. Uh, and um, I'm just, and he brings his friend, his friend's got a foot issue, kind of not walking right and whatever. And uh, I just, I'm just like, well, let's just try that again, I guess, you know. And um, yeah, dude, and I just, and I just prayed for his, for his friend's foot. And I'm, again, I just commanded the pain to leave his foot. And his, his, his friend's foot, all the pain left and he got healed. And he, and his, and the other friend is like, dude, I told you so. You know, and I did. I really couldn't believe this. I wasn't. I was even in some doubt at that point. You know, even still, I'll be honest. You know, and at that point, both of them kind of started. There was kind of a commotion started, like going on, and they started like calling people, but because they know, like I said, they know the local people there, and and um, I just started praying for people, like left and right, and when I finished praying for one, the other, there was someone behind me that I that I that was that wanted to prayer, and it was kind of that thing, and and every single person I prayed for, I mean, I prayed for backs and teeth and 
<laughs> everything you can think of you know there was even a guy that manifested a demon uh at, at the time and i didn't know what to do because i was like a baby you know still a baby but and um and uh by, and by the end of the night i prayed for around 25 people like crazy like just right there one like and and i got basically when i i, I drove home crying that night you know because I realized like my life is never going to be the same. And, and I just, I couldn't, I, I really couldn't believe it. Um, so that was kind of the, the, the big point where everything changed. And, and I mean, the, the next day I, I, I woke up and I saw the world as a total different place altogether where I really, it's kind of, in the same way where when I when initially, you know, when you start discovering the Torah and the truth of the Father, it's like, you know, scales fall off and you're you hold you see the world in a whole different way and you see the scriptures in a different way and everything. The same thing I experienced yet again, but now on the other side with, with the spirit. And everyone I saw in my daily walk was now an opportunity and not a challenge. It wasn't it wasn't a challenge to see someone with a lump or someone that something it 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 started becoming an exciting thing and an opportunity to 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 um, testify to people and show people not just talk but show people you know the power of, and, and the love of of Yeshua you know um, so yeah man that's there's so many stories I can tell wow. but wow just that is so amazing to hear it's such a blessing to hear um, you know I, I know people are looking for that they're looking for for somebody who's who's willing to just show them the power just like you said and and that's so needed today because yeah, people hear a lot of talk and and you know i've heard that um uh, speaking of the charismatic churches that if mm. the charismatic churches actually did as much as they say they do then the non-charismatic churches would believe <laughs> but it's because they continue to to say how how much yeah. they believe in healing and, and all that and and yeah. whenever then they try to practice it um it, it seems mm. really fluffed up and and mm. i agree just the whole idea of you know actually healing people and actually walking in a miraculous way to, to be a testimony and a witness to people. That's something that's so needed because there's people out there that say they believe in healing and say they believe in miracles, but they, they it's not happening. It's not following them around and they're not willing to go and step out on that limb. Like you were talking about, I, I can only imagine how, how, how scary that must've been to, to just try. Wow. You know, and, and I think that's an, that's an important point. Like, I want to stress how scared I was, you know, because people think, oh, you know, it's it's just it just happened. But I had to step out. I had to take that step of faith, you know. And I had deep down, I'm going to be honest, I had doubts, you know, because I've never seen it in my life. But I knew that what the Bible, I know that the scriptures are true, even though I have doubts that it can happen in me. Um, I knew that the scriptures say it's supposed to happen. So I was more going on, hey, Lord, you're saying I'm supposed to see this than what I am actually seeing around me, you know. And that's the key, I think, to just to just step out. And you know, now I can tell you it's it's a it's now it's not a scary thing anymore. It's an actual it's so it becomes a second nature. Just as it was for for Yeshua and his apostles, I believe it became a second nature to walk in 
the miraculous and then you know and healing and in all the spiritual gifts you know um and um you know so i would you know for for if there's someone who wants to to desire this man you know all that the father wants is that desire in our hearts that's all he desires and he just wants us to believe what he said is true and then die to ourselves get ourselves get our flesh out of the way what we think people are going to think of us and all that because that's a big barrier you know get all of that out of the way and just just manifest the kingdom and believe and and go and do it you know just do it um yeah so pd um some people who are listening today um that might be struggling with doubt that might not even know where to start you know what would be your advice for them um to begin walking in the way you're talking about yeah so you know um i think it's it's so simple you know but it's it's just to go out and do it people they say oh Peter, you see you know you see miracles and whatever but the reason i see them is because i i walk them out and and what i mean by that is i don't if if there's let me just make an example um i actually told the story on my channel not too long ago but there was a there's a there's a there's a, a lady who i work with right and she and i'm in, in a new job like just started a few months ago and and I'm really new there, and and we were sitting one day in a in a in a boardroom in a professional environment, right? And um, she was, we were kind of working together on something, and she's like calling our colleague and saying, "Can you give me some painkillers because my teeth are killing me?" And um, and right there, you know, I had two choices. I could either chicken out, which is the easy route. It is easy. Even in, I was afraid, even in that place, because it's a professional environment. It's new. It's you know all that stuff, and um, I could either chicken out or number two, I could just go and on faith. And I, and I, what I, what I did was I said, Hey, you're a Christian, right? And I was taking a chance cause I didn't really know, but I'm like, Hey, you're a Christian, right? And she's like, yeah, I am. Why? And I'm like, okay, so now look, you know, forget about the painkillers. Let's pray about that right now. You know, and, and right there, and there was like four or five, I remember other people in the room kind of watching. And I think everyone was kind of like, whoa, you know, but, um, and I was afraid, but I'm like, hey man, I believe in my father. And, and, I, and, I, and I just commanded her, her teeth to be restored. And um, the first time I prayed, she said she felt something like move, but the pain was not totally gone yet. And I'm like, cool, let's just go again, you know, because I believe, I'm not going to, oh man, it didn't work. Because, man, the Father, the Word says it's supposed to happen. So I go again. I'm like, hey, let's just pray again. Awesome. And Father, I just thank you, Lord. We command this pain to leave right now. And the second time, all the pain left her. And she's like, there's no pain. There's no pain. It's like crazy. And, and you know, and, and it was so such a great testimony because there was like four other people who watched this. And she went and obviously just told the whole company, praise God. Like, you know, and, and um yeah, uh, this Saturday we ended up I ended up baptizing her as well, you know, and it's such a great testimony, you know. Um, but you know, and but that's it. Like, it's about if you want to walk it out, do it. You know, go and there's, it's not a formula. It's it's just going and believing it. The second thing that I just want to mention is is um, understanding our authority in Yeshua as well. You know, when He ascended and sent the Holy Spirit for us. We need to believe that that the, the authority that comes with the Holy Spirit and the fullness of God that comes with that lives in us. 
Because if we don't believe it and we think it's going to be based on our works or based on how good we are or based on us instead of on him and what he's finished and what he's done already, um, then we're going to struggle. Because if I sin, if I did an un unintentional sin today, I'm going to think, oh, God can't work through me today. And the, the enemy is going to use that against us. Of like, But if we understand that it's all based on what he already did on the tree for us, it becomes so much easier because it's no longer on me. It's now... It's now on what he's already done, and I can just believe in what he's already done. And I can now pray out of that authority because, you know, I, I don't know if you noticed, but I said, when I prayed, I said, I command this pain to leave. And so that's not I'm commanding the Father what to do at all because the Father already told me to do what I'm doing. He already said, go out and preach the gospel and heal the sick, cast out demons. He already told us to do that. So. I'm just walking. It's like it's like he told us to be holy. So I'm just walking, continuing in that holiness. The same way he told us, go and cast our demons and heal the sick. Now I'm just continuing in that and I'm walking in that. And so now that authority that rests on me because he lives in me is what we walk out and believe in. And so sickness is something I instruct to go. And I don't ask it to go. I don't, I don't say, oh, sickness, if you want to go, please go. It's or, you know, a demon, if you want to go, please go. No, we command it to leave. You know, Yeshua, I just read a few, like an hour ago about how Yeshua, you know, he said, you know, to the evil spirit, I order you to leave, you know. And and that's the key, man. We can't, we should stop asking the enemy to, to leave us and start telling him to, I feel. And, and start taking up that authority we have as sons of God. Now, uh, PD, <laughs> uh, one of the things that I often see is whenever people approach um, praying for the sick or praying for somebody who, who has a pain and they pray in such a way as they say, Father, if it's your will, please allow this to possibly happen. Yeah. <laughs> so that's... what what is the difference between going with the authority that you're talking about and commanding something to go mm -hmm. and asking mm -hmm. the Father if it's his will for something to happen? Yeah, it, it makes all the difference. Um, I've been out like, so since that happened, we started when we still do take out people and, and literally I take out people who are even doubters and, and to hospitals and places. We went on Saturday and did that. And, and so basically to train or disciple people into this. And what I've seen over and over is people who come with me and they, that's that what you just described is the normal prayer. Like 90% of people pray that way. You know, Father, if it's your will, please, um, if you really want this to happen, let this happen. You know, and what we're really doing is it's there's such unbelief in that that we're actually proclaiming out to the spiritual realm. And, you know, I've I've been, I just can think of a million cases where I've been with people and then they pray that way. And I'm like, and then nothing happens with the person they're praying for. And I say, okay, so let's just make one different, do one thing different. Instead of asking the Father if it's will, Let's believe it is and let's command it to happen out of authority. And when they do it that way, the person gets healed right there and then, just like that. And 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 that's that's crazy. It's a it's a huge difference. Because we should I mean, we need to start believing. I mean, is it is it the father's will to heal the sick or not? If it's not his will, why did Yeshua heal everyone who came to him? Right? He did not tell the, the blind man, sorry, it's not my will, stay blind, right? He didn't do that. And so I know that's a whole different topic and deep, but we need to come to the basic because I can tell you 
for me, just from my perspective of just believing that it's the Father's will for every person who I come in contact with or who asks me to pray for them, from that belief that it's always His will, this, the, the results have, have followed that. And there's fruit in that already that I can just, yeah, you know, describe. So, you know, something you mentioned um, that I would like you to kind of talk a little bit more on is the whole idea of how you were discipling people and, and kind of showing them the ropes. Um, because often, you know, people ask, why don't I see miracles and wonders and, and, and the yeah. move of the spirit and they're staying inside their house all week long. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and I'm, I want you to kind of explain, you know, for people who are, are thinking about actually doing the miraculous in the name of, of Yeshua, what is the process? How do they get their feet wet? Um, because, you know, a lot of people, you know, they're, they're, mm -hmm. they stay at home or the only place that they interact with a large yeah. group of people is at a fellowship. Um, yeah. But is, you know, what is your process of mm. showing people the ropes? Mm. Mm. So, you know, I always joke with people and tell them the streets were my boot camp um, because, you know, it, it was, it's not, it was, you, you can get as much teaching as you want. And we can teach all day long and that could be good until a certain point. But there's a reason that Yeshua doesn't give us a one, two, three step on how to heal someone in the word. Because he wants, the Holy Spirit is our teacher and he wants us to go out and practically do it. You know, everything that I know has been has come from, because I, I went from knowing nothing to what I know now. And it's all come from experience and, and just having him teach me. And that's, the Holy Spirit, it's, it's the spiritual gift. It's given by him. It's discipled by him. And obviously, of course, people can disciple you into that as well and guide you into that. But um, so what you say, it's true. You can't stay in your house and expect something to happen. It will not happen. God cannot use you if you don't step out. It's in, It will not happen. Um, he can guide you to step out, but you need to make the, the obvious decision. So, I mean, what we do is we... Go, I try and go out every week and, you know, to take people out on the streets. You know, I even tell people if I know I'm not in the U.S. If I was there, I wish some of your viewers can come. But here in South Africa, I mean, I, I take people out who don't even necessarily believe, but who, who are interested. And they can come and, and see it for themselves because I'm not afraid. I know that the Father will honor that and, and make it happen and all that. And so, you know... Um, just an example. I mean, Saturday we went to, so like I love to do this on Shabbat a lot of times, just like Yeshua did as well. And, um, you know, we went to a hospital uh, um, actually and hospital is like a huge thing. I mean, there's a lot of sick people there. And um, in this case, so I, I did the, 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 the lady I just baptized came with me and um, she's never, she's expressed the desire to learn. Right. And, and so, you know, we prayed and we went and right in the, into the, so let me just tell a quick testimony of what happened. I mean, when we got there, there were, we, we, I wanted to go to floor five. Okay. I just felt the father wanted us to go to floor five. I got to floor five, got out of the lift and there's no one there. It's so, it's like empty. And I mean, we're like, we don't know where to go. We don't even know where. So we go down, I think to floor three or whatever of the hospital, get out and there's a security guard there. And I'm like, and I tell, I tell her, I think the security guard, let's pray for her. I think she'll lead us to where we should go. And we went and we prayed for her. She, security guard had, if I remember correctly, um, back issues. And she, and we just prayed for her. 
and God healed her back like totally. And she was so rocked and so, and she's like, follow me. And she took us into the lift to floor five where we wanted to go in the first place. She led us through the halls to her friend who got into the into an accident with her that caused the back and she's got and her friends got feet, hurt her feet. And, and I think it was a car accident. And uh, we prayed for the friend's feet. Uh, friend got healed totally. And both of them t took us through the halls and they're kind of leaving their posts even. It's funny. And they're taking us through the halls and they're taking us to like the, to one of the main, uh, main wards as well. We get into the main ward. We, the sisters give us like permission and we go in and in the first room and there's people who are, and there was a guy, he had kidney issues. He was like on drugs. Um, he's, his name was John and he couldn't even really speak well. Um, but he just told us that he's got kidney issues. We prayed for him. He's got a lot of pain. He said, prayed for him, come on at the pain to leave. I think it was two prayers. And, um, and immediately he was laying down, like really drowsy. Immediately he got up totally awake. And he's like, thank you so much. And he's got no more pain. And he's like, praise God. Pray. And he's like, start telling us wow. about, uh, dude, this is amazing. He started telling us about how his relationship with the father. He's already a believer and whatever. And, 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 and I'm just telling a man like, Yeshua came for you right here. You know, Yeshua didn't leave you because I think you felt, you know, man, God has forsaken me. And, um, man, there's, I think five other beds in that room. And I mean, everyone's look, seeing this happen. That's the best part, you know? And, um, and uh, we pray for the rest and everyone in that first room, all their pain left. There was no more pain in that room by the time we, we, we walked out of there. And so now we've, we've passed and I just prayed for the, all of them for now. The next room I let her, I just put her on the spot and let her pray for, for someone, you know, she prayed, the guy got healed because she's been seeing it happen for five times now. And now she's like, oh, well, you know, this is, and uh, she prayed and the guy got healed. Now, you know, so it does make a difference, obviously, to be with someone and be discipled by in it, into it. But for people who don't have that, when I know there's a lot of them, people like that, like me, because I didn't have, I'm a good example. I had no one, you know, I mean, when I, I had no one to show me, but if you step out, the father will honor your unbelief even. Right. Even in my unbelief in that first time, I had unbelief in me. I'll be honest, I had doubts, but the father had so much grace to just teach me that he he had grace for that and he made it happen anyway. And so, you know, I would just there's a last note on this. I would just encourage people to not, you know, if you pray out one day, you know, and I would say go out, step out of your place of your walls and and go out and to the streets and, and, and find people. Go even into a hospital if you want. Hospitals are a bit harder because it's we've got this mentality around, oh, it's a hospital. You know, people are really sick or whatever, which is a flesh thing. But, I mean, find people with smaller issues, in, even in your daily walk, who's got a headache even or, or who's got back pain. There's so many people with back ache and, and leg issues and whatever. Not that big issues, but pain. And pray for them and if even if the guy doesn't get healed pray again and pray again and pray again i pray for people as many times as i need to and as many times as they allow me to until they get healed and if they and if they don't get healed they they need to stop me before i stop praying that's that's how it is you know because i want to see that happen and so with that mentality it's it really becomes a a bigger possibility than just praying once and being oh it didn't happen god you know, and just turning around. We need to really keep going 
even if we don't see what we need to the first time. So. Another thing you had mentioned um, was kind of how the spirit was leading you to go to certain places or speak to certain people. Um, yeah. For those who might have trouble really identifying yeah. that yeah. voice and, and obeying it, um, yeah. kind of what advice do you have to, to prepare ourselves to listen and to be able to hear clearly what God wants and, and, and distinguish that from our own voice? Yeah. So, you know what? I think it's a good point because I also always thought it's going to be this clear voice and whatever, but you know, the best way for me to describe it is second, it becomes a second nature to you. So it's not now, you know, that thought that's in, that comes, Oh, is this me or is this Holy Spirit? That thought isn't supposed to be there. Um, you know, it's, you know, when I, in the, you know, when I told the story about the, the when we were laid in the hospital at that moment, I wasn't going to tell you it's the Holy Spirit leading me to do this. Now I can looking back, but we shouldn't go with that mentality of, Oh Lord, we, who do you want me to pray for? We should pray for everyone. Okay. That's the, that's the thing it's. And, and once you just be like, Hey, there's someone here, he's got pain. That means you need to pray for him. There's no, oh, is it, is it this one or is it the other one? You know, it's everyone you see, you know, and then you start seeing the whole, just having that trust that, hey, Holy Spirit is going to lead me instead of questioning if he is leading me. It's just that, hey, it's, it's who I am. I believe the Father. I trust in him. And hey, let's go and pray for this guy. He's sick. Hey, let's go pray for that guy. Hey, let's do this or that. And then the Spirit will lead you. You don't need to worry about it, you know. Um, and, and when you start just living in that place of being content and in peace that he is going to lead you, that he does want to use you, you know, that God, I mean, God is so excited to use us, man. It's just crazy. And, and we should just be like, ha, ah, we can just rest in that and, and then be led that way. It's not, I mean, most of the time later, you, I guess later, sometimes we start hearing his voice and start getting that, oh, I believe the Father is kind of leading me into this. But, you know, don't worry about that. 90 95% of the people I pray for, I, I wasn't led to them. I just saw them sick and I want them well because Yeshua want, want them well, wants them well and wants to minister to them. So, you know, the Spirit will do His job. Just trust in Him. Now, uh, I'd like to kind of touch back on kind of the other side of the pendulum is the whole yeah. idea of, of walking in truth, walking in Torah, obeying the word. Um, yeah. how, in, in your experience, how have you seen uh, this relate to you being able to put more faith in God in the spirit realm and being able to do miracles and stuff? How does walking out the Torah, walking out of his, his commandments in a day-to-day -day basis, how does yeah. that really relate Wow, dude, it's everything. I mean, the 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 big the big thing, you know, when we look at a lot of charismatic circles or people who who are walking in the spirit side or are claiming to be or whatever, a lot of them who don't walk out the fullness of the truth. Well, I'm not saying I walk in the fullness of the truth, but at least in the Torah and and all those things and his commandments and obedience and in holiness, a lot of them miss out on a lot of things because the instructions of the father has been given to us to build faith within us. So now what has actually happened, like just as an example, the Sabbath. I mean, when we keep the Sabbath, we are putting an incredible amount of faith in him that he will provide 
enough manna on the six days for the seventh for us. You know, he's going to provide for us, right? And that's, a, I mean, for all of us, when we start keeping the Sabbath, it's a big challenge, right? And then it becomes easier because you start, hey, he came through for me, he came through for me, and now it's become, you believe in him. And so it's funny because in the Torah circles or in, the, in those circles, we're sitting with people who have an incredible amount of faith in within them, actually, but they, they don't utilize it for the works of the spirit for whatever reason and so this is a game changer really and this is what the, i believe the father is going to do is his he's raising up people on both sides and he's bringing them together and he's he's bringing us a full revelation of the spirit and the truth and when i mean when you look at moses the stuff that he walked out you know, the, the, the stuff that Yeshua, the apostles walked out, they believed in the, the commandments and all that stuff. And then they combined it with the Holy Spirit. And there was an explosion there. There was a, uh, an incredible power that manifested there. So, yes, it is in my walk. That is what I believe with the Father's grace, the Father's how he's revealed to me these things and how this has set me apart from a lot of, I think, others and because the faith that I, when i started out the first day that night i already had a crazy amount of, well i already had more faith than many people because i was keeping the sabbath and all kinds of stuff other instructions of the father so yeah it does make a difference whenever we look at kind of uh a lot of the the different commandments that the the modern church leaves by the wayside um, mm -hmm. We see that they kind of welcome uncleanness and they welcome things that um, the father calls an abomination. Um, do you see that hampering in any way them being able to do the things that we see in Acts? And now that the last days is here and he's revealing mm -hmm. first his truth, that's kind of allowing us to be a, a better conduit for him to flow through because we're not mucking ourselves up by mm -hmm. disobeying him. Yeah. So Paul said that, did you receive the spirit by works or by faith? Okay. So this is a very fine line. And, uh, you know, because a lot of people can think a big danger is, is that people get into this Pharisee mindset or works-based mindset, of course, where now what this, the, the, the spirit cannot work through me unless I'm perfectly obedient to his instructions. The fact of the matter is the spirit is going to work through you regardless. And the reason I'm saying that is if we had to be perfect, that means that he's not going to work through anyone. He can't work through anyone. Okay. But now there is another side, of course, where walking in uncleanness and unholiness does hinder the spirit as well. It can, I believe it can hinder the spirit, but I don't think, I believe that's still the primary driver of all of this is faith. And so that's why you'll see that the father said, many will come to me and, I, and, and say, Lord, didn't we cast out demons? Lord, didn't we do all these amazing miracles? Yet I will declare to them, I never knew you, okay? For your workers of lawlessness, right? And he's saying, I don't know you because you're unclean and un you're walking on holiness and, and disobedience. But still they did. I do actually believe that the stuff that they did was, in a lot of cases, workings of the spirit and they did it for the kingdom and they did things for God, but they didn't have, I mean, you can do those things through faith in Yeshua, but that doesn't mean that that qualifies you. You know, you can, I mean, I mean, this is going to sound a lot very controversial, but I mean, you can heal someone, but sleep with your girlfriend. You know, you can do things in the spirit, 
but sometimes walk in lawlessness. And that's what we see a lot of times in many charismatic churches. Um, so that's that's the danger. And that is what, what Matthew is talking, what Yeshua is talking about there. I don't know if you and, want a question. What do you think about that? And yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> I don't think that's too controversial at all because that's where exactly where I was going kind of mm -hmm. with that line of questioning is then in these charismatic churches that do seem mm -hmm. to have some form of, of miracle working and yeah. do um, heal people mm -hmm. and, and yet they still are practicing yeah. what we now have come to understand is lawlessness, you know, what are these signs and wonders and is it dangerous to be drawn into those types of communities right. when right. they're promoting something right. that's contrary to the word? Yeah. So I think, you know, a lot of cases it's, there's two sides. I mean, a lot of cases it's just the father's grace who even in lawlessness would heal someone just because he loves them. But also there's also definitely a Kundalini false Holy spirit in many, many churches, of course, where we see, you know, um, workings of the Holy Spirit that doesn't yield the fruit of the Holy Spirit. It, it seems like holy workings of the Holy Spirit, but it doesn't yield the fruit that the Spirit brings at the end. And the, the results aren't the same. Um, and that is a prevalent thing all over. And so, yeah, it's, it's, you know, this is where the Father, and I believe this is a, a message that the Father really wants to give to his, uh, how can I say, the Torah community is discernment is very important because um, at the same time there, okay, so there is false workings of the Holy Spirit. At the same time, we don't want to call real workings of the Holy Spirit false because that's very dangerous as well. If we call an actual demon being casted out by the Holy Spirit, that action being done by another demon, like they, the Pharisees accused Yeshua where they said, oh, you're casting out demons by the prince of demons. And he continued and he told them, I tell you that if you blaspheme against the Holy Spirit, your sins will not be forgiven. Okay, so it's very important for us to just have that discernment and be very careful around this topic, I feel, because a lot of people in Torah, I feel, is very, very like chilled about this, like calling out, false work is the Holy Spirit. And I believe there's a place for that, but we need to be very careful um, around it. So, yeah. You know, when I think about kind of how you are approaching that topic, it it really reminds me of the whole Deuteronomy 13 test, you know, four false mm. prophets. Mm. And whenever mm. you look at when the father says he is the one who's going to send these miracle workers to test you, you know, it, it kind of reminds me of what we see today is, can we be questioning the miraculous things that are happening here? Um, and, because it might be the Father still sending these signs and wonders to just let these people yeah. feel like they, they're, they, they're all snuffed up to what they <laughs> think That's they are, point. you know. And can we question it? Because maybe the Father still sending these signs and wonders to them, and it's still from him. And so, you know, I, I, I totally agree. I, I even had that same thought that you were talking about is, you know, <laughs> I don't want to blaspheme the Holy Spirit. And at the same time, how do we warn people of these environments without coming against something yeah. that the Father might be sending to yeah. test these people? Yeah. You know, I think that the Holy Spirit will testify. And what I mean by that is, is what I believe the Father is, gonna, is doing now and what he's going to do into 
until the end, way end, is that he is raising a remnant, right, of people who are both in the Torah and in the truth, but also equipping them with workings of the Holy Spirit. And like we kind of said, when you bring those two elements together, there is something amazing that happens. And, and I can tell you now in my experience, where I've been in, gotten into obvious contact with people who are in those churches, and when they see at the fruit that surrounds my life, and, and this is all the grace of God, of course. I mean, when, when they see that and they see that the power that is increased because it's being, um, uh, 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 it's being combined with the, the real the truth, then they see something different. And even people in charismatic churches, when they see the fullness of that, there is something that draws them. Well, the, the people who obviously truly are seeking God. And so, you know, I, I don't think we should be too worried, but we should be more worried about doing our part and walking in the fullness of, what the, of Yeshua, of walking in what he walked out. Um, because then the people will, I mean, most of the, I'll tell you, most of the people who have started following or who've, who've come into our fellowship and so on, a, a lot of them have been people who come out of even churches who, are in them doing the miraculous, but they see something more on this side. Okay, so I hope that answer is kind of yes, yes, very good. Um, yeah, I, I, and also, you know, when whenever you look at people who are still in the church and, and they've not had that prodigal son thing, we, we have to have grace. I think yeah. too often people who feel like they've realized oh Torah is for today they they do get a judgmental spirit and they don't remember that they were in that same position uh you know maybe a few years before um anyways um the next thing i would like to kind of talk about is you know we are definitely living in a very interesting time and what do you see um coming in, in the future. I mean, we have this concept of a second outpouring of the spirit and greater than these type things yeah. that everybody's looking for. Yeah. What do you, what, what do you feel or what do you think that is coming um, as people start to learn how to walk in both spirit and truth? Mm. I think what we are talking about in this whole conversation is God equipping his bride for the end time. Cause I think that we know that there's going to be tribulation like the world has never seen before. It's going to be worse than the Exodus and anything else. And so for me, the only way that I can see us or that remnant or whatever you want to call them going through that is, or, and making it is being equipped with both spirit and truth and, and, and the fullness of what Yeshua walked out. Because if we, I'm going to be honest at this present time, I feel like the, and I'm generalizing of course, but the, the people who, or in the Torah community or, or so on, if they were to go into the Exodus right now, many of them will not be able to handle it. And I'm not saying I'm ready either, um, but I feel like we're, we won't be, we're not ready yet because we don't have the, we don't, we don't, we don't believe and we don't, we haven't died to ourselves in the way that to enable us to see um, the workings of the Holy Spirit in many cases. In many cases, it's a lack of knowledge, of course, you know, but so we read that we're destroyed for lack of knowledge as well. So the, what I'm trying to say is, is that the, this is grace and this is the Father kind of, he is going to, like you said, he's pouring out his spirit in these last days. And like he, he prophesied all through the scriptures, we're going to dream dreams, see visions and all young, everyone. 
and we're going to have the we're having the Ephraim awakening where people are coming to the the, the Torah and all and all those ways and all that. And so those two things coming together are two the two essential elements to prepare us for that tribulation going into the wilderness. Um, because I do believe this is something for everyone, and I'm not talking about healing specifically. Of course, I'm I'm talking about um, all the spiritual gifts and all the things of the Holy Spirit that that, that He brings with us. And, and I'm not. Of course, not saying that the Torah community doesn't have the Holy Spirit. Um, I'm just saying that there is a there is a degree that He wants to introduce Himself to us that we are, in generalizing, many of us haven't um, walked in or experienced before. Where the power of that followed Yeshua, that exact fullness and that power follows us everywhere. And so then we can start seeing sea split again, and 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 all those things. And yeah, so I think it's very important. It's very exciting. <laughs> just, yeah. you know, just talking about this kind of stuff is, um, you know, I'm, I know I'm learning a lot from, from what you're talking about today and, and it's blessing me, um, to, to just hear that, te- these testimonies. And, um, and if I could, I I'd like, if you could share maybe, uh, one or two more testimonies because, um, you know, a testimony in a way is prophetic. Because yeah. whenever you declare something, you tell a testimony in a way you're declaring it over other people who are hearing it yeah. so that they can mm. can have it in the back mm. of the mind of maybe this could happen to me too. So um, if you would, maybe you could share some, some more testimonies um, uh, of just how you've been walking this out and, and any big challenges that, that, you know, times where you felt like, you know, maybe I shouldn't do this. And then whenever you stepped out on that ledge of faith that the father really came through for you. Yeah. So I've got a testimony. I I, I hope that, I hope that everyone believes me, (laughs) but, but I'm, I'm just pray that, you know, and and again, I'm just going to say this, you know, go to the father after this and just pray and ask him if what I'm saying is true, you know, but I'm going to share this. So uh, this is about two months after that, that encounter I spoke about where, you know, the first time I prayed for someone. So the point that I want to make with that, the fact that it was only two months after is that I didn't need to wait or work at this for four years before I saw a great miracle. Okay. Because a lot of people have that mindset. And, and the reason that I don't have to work is because the grace of God is upon us and he wants to encourage us and to walk. And especially in the beginning, I'm, I'm, I tell this to people a lot is in the beginning of this thing, what I'm talking about here is God has so much grace for our unbelief. And I, so let me just tell the story. Um, so I was at university at this point still, still. Um, and um, I went to, this was on, on a day, I went actually to the same place that that thing happened that I just, the big testimony that I was just explained. And um, I was there and I was kind of walking around. I was just kind of taking pictures because I like, I like photography and stuff. And um, there was this, 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 uh, this, this man who, who walked past me and he had a, a limp. He was limping and his leg was hurt and so on. And by now I'm like already like in it and I'm like, Hey man, you know, what's going on with your leg? You know? And, um, I, he's like, Oh, you know, I don't, I think he was a, a car. He was like a, 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 a beggar, I think. And a car hit him or something like that happened. And, um, anyway, and I, and I, and he doesn't know Yeshua at all. He doesn't know any, like he's, I think he's from another country as well. Anyway, and and I just say, hey man, let me just, I want to show you something. <laughs> and I just, and I just prayed for his leg, Lord. I just thank you, Lord. We come on all this pain to leave his leg right now, Father. I thank you for freedom. 
I mean, and and um, I'm like, hey man, taste out your leg, and he and he tastes it out, and he freaks out, and immediately all his pain leaves, and he's like, and he walks perfectly, and he's so excited, and he and he starts talking to me, and he's and he's interested in in what I did and how I did this, and I obviously told him about Yeshua, and I told him about every, all that. And we talked for a good like 30 minutes right there. And as we're, it's a busy day, like a lot of people are walking by and it's so great. Like, man, this is amazing. He, as we're talking, he's like stopping random people that he doesn't even know on the streets. Like, you won't believe what just happened to me. And he starts telling like random people and they're like totally weirded out. They're just like, okay, that's nice. <laughs> and they walk on. And, but he's so rocked because he, he doesn't know how to, what to do with this, you know? And um, soon there, there comes a, a friend of his who, who actually by coincidence walks by. And he tells his friend, of course, what just happened. And his friend is extremely skeptical. And actually there's two friends. The one is actually is extremely skeptical and he's like, okay, yeah, you know, of, which is I understand. And the other one is, a, a bit, I think, a believer and he's very interested and wow, you know. And the one who's skeptical, okay, this is amazing. The one who's skeptical says, Oh, well, so why don't you just go pray for that blind lady across the street, right? And there's a blind beggar lady who sits there and she's a local and she's been sitting there. That's like her life, you know? And I, when I, when he said that, I'm like, no, <laughs> like inside me, I'm like, oh no, like, Lord, help me. What am I going to do now? You know? And I'm, I'm really afraid, man. And, and I'm playing it cool. I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll go, I'll go pray for her, you know? And and I'm so afraid, but um, and I and I go and actually she's not actually she they kind of are alluding to her because she's always sitting at a, at a certain spot, and so this guy who just got healed he he knows where she's at and he says I'm going to take you to her. I'm like okay, and I go and I walk and I follow her and I'm walking. I'm just like Lord, please just help me, you know. And and as we get to where she usually sits, like her chair is there and everything, she's not there, and I'm like. Phew. Thank you so much. Like, I feel like the Lord just saved me, <laughs> but but not really. And and he um and I and I'm like okay no, and I chicken out. You know, I chicken out, and I'm like no, okay, she's not here. I'm gonna go now. You know, cheers. You know, and and I'm and I just talk to the guy a little bit more and and so on. But I'm so and I and I and I chicken out like seriously, and um I walk away, and there's this guy who who, who bumps into me, and he tells me. There's someone you need to go speak to. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, what this is, I'm like, really like, what this is, I don't know you, dude. Like, I'm on my way, I'm in a hurry. You know, he's like, no. And he looks at me really seriously and says, there's someone you need to speak to. And, he, and, and I'm like, okay. And I'll follow him. And he takes me to this blind lady. Okay, this is crazy. And, and, um, I don't know how this got where he came from. I really still to this day don't know. Okay, but he brought me to her and I see her and I'm like, okay, well, Lord, I guess <laughs> guess you're doing something, you know? And I and I went to sit with her and, and I start talking with her. And I'm like, so tell me what you know, what's going on. I actually I know she's blind, but I'm I'm like, what's going on, you know? And she said, No, she's got pain like all, all across her body, like in her in her shoulders. She's blind, she's got pain here. And all that and I'm like okay I'm gonna pray for your pain <laughs> no, don't want to pray for the blindness just gonna pray for the pain for now <laughs> and I just want to demonstrate how afraid I was man like yeah and um 
and there's like five people watching, um, including the guy who I prayed for earlier and the skeptic guy. And um, anyway, and they're watching and I'm like, I pray for his shoulders. Look, the pain thing for me is by this time, it's simple. Like um, I've seen it many times leave. So it's like, okay, Lord, I just thank you. Lord, come on the pain to leave. I mean, and the pain leaves her and she's like, oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And, you know, and, and, but she's blind, man. And, and I'm like, oh man, I, let me just pray for you, you know? And did I, I lay my hands on her, on her, on her eyes. And I just said, father, Lord, I just thank you for your grace, Lord. And Father, by the name of Yeshua, I command these eyes to be opened right now. And um, I was so afraid and I lifted my hand and she opened her eyes and she and tears started running down her face. And she said, I see cars. And she, because we we're sitting in front of the road and she, and I start crying like a baby and, 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 and she's crying and she's, I see cars, you know, and, and, um, yeah, and I tell her, you know, it's it's Yeshua, and these people that are watching, they can't handle this. They're just shaking their head and like, like going crazy, like what? And um, they actually, one of the guys starts like runs and gets people to come and watch this, you know. And um, I just tell her about Yeshua, and I and I'm crying like a baby, right? Like really, and I can't even get it out. And I'm just telling her about Yeshua and what just happened, and and that he loves her and so on. And, and uh, I tell her about like uh, repentance and, and all that stuff. And for a good like hour, I think, or, and so on. And, and uh, now, but now it's night, it's like the sun is going down and she has to leave and, and I leave and so on. And I, I again, you know, I, I go home and I cry and I do, I can't believe it. And uh, a, a week later, I just want to, this is the good, cool part of the story. Oh, sorry. Well, yeah, good, cool part of the story. A week later, I, I wanted to check up on her. Cause you know, and, um, I went to the same spot and I couldn't find her at all. And I asked, there's a, there's a lot of locals there and I asked him, you know, where is she? And this guy, I actually have a video of this on my YouTube, like of this guy telling me this story and he tells me, and he doesn't know he's a, he's not a, he didn't witness it happen. This is a different, he wasn't there, but he tells me, no, this lady, um, there was a guy who came up to her and he prayed for her in the name of Jesus. And, and she got healed and she never came back again. She does. She's not begging again since, <laughs> you know, and I was just like, man, this is, and, and, and you know what happened? I ended up talking to a lot of, because I'm, I'm ministered in that area at that point in my life a lot, because I was living there and everyone in that whole area knew about what happened. And there were so many people who came to Yeshua because of that. And, th and I, I didn't even tell many of them it was me, but then I told them about Yeshua and they were so open to Yeshua and to, to the gospel and everything. And yeah, man, that was, that was amazing. Praise God. Wow. Right? It's all glory, all glory to him. Man. Praise God. That is just goosebumps. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That yeah. is, that is an amazing testimony that, <laughs> yeah. that, wow. Well, um, before we head on guys in the chat, um, I know there's a few people who are in the chat now. Um, if you have any questions, um, please, uh, go ahead and, and start sending them this way. Um, so I can ask PD, um, and, uh, and now PD, uh, uh, I understand that you've been working on a book, um, yeah. and you're you're planning to to put out a book. Uh, so mm -hmm. maybe tell us a little bit about 
what you're planning to to write on and and mm. and uh, and what your what your passion is and, and your goal is with that. Mm. Yeah. So a few months ago, the fall, I just started feeling the father wants me to write it, but I I wasn't I didn't want to at first to be honest. Well, I was I was very like you know I didn't feel like I was worthy to write a book. And the father quickly came to correct me and 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 just tell me you know. Um, do you really think I'm not able to speak through you? And it really convicted me. And I was like, okay, well, let me, Lord, I'm just going to go on faith um, because it's a big thing for me. I mean, it's it's a scary thing to be you know, teaching and, and so on. But anyway, and so the, the, the point of the book is basically what we have been talking about, but I just want to use the opportunity of writing to just go deep into a lot of these things, you know, casting out demons, um, healing the sick, walking that out. And, you know, what, how the role of all this in the end times and, and so on. And as well as the, the other side, you know, of course, we I'm also touching on the, the Torah and how these things play together and how they're in unity and not separated. Because right now there's a huge separation in the body that the Father wants to bring together. You know, like we've been speaking about, a huge separation between spirit and truth where generalizing obviously there's a there's a there's a, a pendulum that swings you know where people come into torah and they swing all the way and they um swing we don't want to do any of that stuff anymore we don't want to do have to do with you know because maybe they grew up in a charismatic church that abused it or whatever the case is and then we have the other side of who do walk in some of those things but they don't have the instructions and they walk in lawlessness and so on so you know and the book is just it's about reigniting spirit and truth and and bringing those things together, and so you know, I'm like I said, I'm I'm going to I'm I'm talking I'm trying to I'm I'm really hoping that the father would um, enable me to to communicate to people on how to walk in and what we've been talking about uh, uh, to to walk in the fullness of that. So yeah, that's kind of the the gist of it. Um, I'm hoping to get it out by the end of the year. There are no promises yet, but um, we'll see what the father does. But yeah. All right, we have a, a few questions coming in, um, and the first one I would like to ask is, how is humility and humbleness tying into this gift? And I mean, whenever you see these miraculous things, you know, yeah. of course, you know, you, <laughs> it, it's got to be something that you have mm -hmm. to give glory to the Father. So how how do you walk in humility whenever you're operating in such a, a powerful way? Mm. Well, you know, for me, it's just staying on my face in front of the father. You know, um, it's a big thing, honestly, like it's a it's a huge thing because I've been in situations, I'll be honest, where especially if it's like just like the apostles were, where when people witness things like this, they want to worship you. They want to, um, oh, you're so amazing. And because they don't see this, these kind of things, they attribute it to man very easily. And it is a huge danger. So. You know, for me, just personally, I mean, it's just really every single day getting on my face in front of God and reminding myself about what the grace that's upon us and and all that. And just, you know, and always, always, always giving him the glory and pointing people to him and never taking credit, you know. And, you know, I, I think for me, part of the grace has been, well, let me let me let me tell you about it just a, just as a, a, an example. I actually had an issue, a struggle, personal struggle with this in the beginning where the first month, this is the grace of the Father, and I think he, he did this to, to allow me to share this. The first month of me praying for people, I had 100% success rate, okay? 
every single person I prayed for got healed. Okay. And that was, I was, I'm going to be honest in that first month, I was starting to get this mentality of everyone will get healed, you know, because I was seeing it for, that was what I was seeing. And, and I started, um, it, it started getting to my head at some point a little bit. Um, and then the father sent someone on my path who I prayed for. He was a lame man. I prayed for him. He didn't get healed. And I, and I suddenly came back to earth and I, and I just realized yet again, like, well, this is not a dependent on me at all. And, and, um, and I'm so thankful for that because he corrected me in such a great and amazing way before it became a real issue, like a real issue. Um, and you know, it's, it's really like I'm saying, like the key is really to, to remember what this is about. Remember who you are, who God is and have a fear of God because Man, if you don't have, a, I've, I've got a video on my channel where I, uh, a healing, a healing series. And in the first video, I don't talk about how to do it at all. I don't touch on it. I just tell people, if you want to do this for yourself, turn off this and don't look at this at all. Because um, if you, if, if, if someone is going to try and give glory to themselves, the father will not allow it because the father deserves all glory. And he will, he will make an, about an example of you if you try and take glory for yourself and not a good, you know, bad example so um you know i want to encourage people that you know humility is a key to also seeing this because um i actually think that the father started kind of and like i said that, that after that first month started like bringing me back down to earth started showing me you know hey you know you need to watch out um so i don't know if that kind of answers the question it's humility is the key mm. Yeah. Um, the next question I'd like to ask is uh, often a, a negative thing that is associated with the Torah observant community um, is the sacred name movement um, where they say you must say the name yeah. of the Messiah in this certain way. Um, mm. In your experience, you know, as you pray for people, you know, you know, <laughs> how do you approach the name? Because, you know, you're sharing with these people and they might not understand Torah or the Hebrew name Yeshua. Mm -hmm. um, how do you approach that topic? Yeah, that's a good point. I, I mean, if, 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 for example, okay, the, the blind lady testimony, if I were to tell them it was Yeshua, they would be like, what? Who's that? You know? And there would be a total disconnect from the character of Yeshua and the miracle. And they would, some of them might have even attributed this to some other God or, or someone else and not understand. Um, so, you know, when I, it depends on who we minister to, but I, I mean, ideally, obviously it's not always possible, but the ideal case is this disciple people, you know? And so of course, in the beginning, I might say Jesus, just to let them understand who I'm talking about. But then, you know, as we, as we go along in our fellowship and so on, we're speaking about Yeshua and you know, people just start, oh, you know, Yeshua, who's that? Oh, you know, it's his Hebrew name, whatever. And and people just come on board with that. You know, it's funny, you know, people who are on the, in the sacred name movement, um, I think a lot of people believe that you cannot do anything by the name of Jesus. But, you know, I've, I've casted out so many demons by the name of Jesus because it's not about the pronunciation or, or any of that. It's about the faith in God, right? It's in the faith in Yahweh and and it's that, that that makes it happen. You know, you can say Yeshua as long as you want, but if you don't have the faith that follows the name, it's, you know, you, you won't see the fruit come from that either. So, 
Our next question coming in from Leon is asking, how much should we wait on the word to heal somebody? How much of a nudge in our heart before we should pray for someone? Um, well, for me, it's not about as much a nudge in our, like I, I, I get like, we get a nudge in our heart a lot of times, but I don't think we should walk by that. Okay. So the nudge in our heart is just something that I see as the father wants me to notice something. But if I've noticed something even by myself without the father showing me or whatever, I need to act on it. And it's, it, it doesn't, the nudge or the, the feeling or whatever you want to call it, it's not what we walk by. It's just, it's just, I feel it's just something that the father uses to, Hey, you know, have, look at this, you know, but it's not the, the means of how we walk, because if you go by that, you're never going to pray for anyone in my experience, you know, um, because you're always going to talk yourself out of it. You're always going to be like, uh, was that really the father, you know, instead of just being like, you know, Hey, I need to pray for this guy. God wants him healed. <laughs> Yeah, very, very good point. <laughs> if we're always waiting for a, a divine sign before we yeah. go and do something, um, <laughs> we're yeah. we're not probably putting out the amount of faith that he's looking for. Yeah, sorry, just as uh, an example, quickly. Yeah. Um, the, the divine sign with the blind lady was the guy who came and led me back to her. But the only reason God had to do that because it was I like chickened out, you know. So if I hadn't chickened out in the first place, he didn't need to do that, you know. I, I would it would have just happened naturally, and that's what the Father wants. I, I believe He wants us to just. Live it out by faith. Okay. Um, our our next question is, um, well, um, actually, uh, I'm going to go ahead and have you, you know, if, if there's any last words for people out there who are having trouble with doubt, who've never seen a miracle, who, you know, might not have the the bravery uh, to just step out. You know, what is your challenge to them? What would you say to them? Oh yeah. So I would say every single day, right? Pray for one person in like a stranger, you know, or, or someone in who at the grocery store. I mean, the way the, 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 the lady who's the cashier, she's, she's hurting, you know, the, the guy at the takeaway place is hurting, you know, the, you know, people in our daily walk, the guy in your workplace is hurting, you know, and, and we need to just start manifesting Yeshua there and start stepping out. And, you know, the challenge is go out at least once. And this is the minimum. Go out at least once and every day and pray for someone and not by, don't, don't walk by those results. And, you know, I don't, I don't chase after results. People always, I think people, they're like, okay, I need to see the results. You know, I need to see the the blind are open or whatever, but I don't, you know, the, I think the big thing for me is in the beginning, I didn't do it because I wanted results. I did it because Yeshua told me to, and his word says so, and I want to walk like he walked. So if you're going to chase after results, you're going to fall by results because you're going to, the, the results are going to control you and determine your walk instead of just doing it for the number one primary reason, just because he said so, and because you want to walk as he walked. And so then when you walk by that, that mentality of this is who I am, this is this, I'm a son of God and this is my identity from that place instead of I need to now go and chase and run after that result every day, right? Um, so it, it becomes a lifestyle and a, and a way of living and a, and a uh, it, it's part of the new creation that, that, that Yeshua may, makes us, that we, it becomes, a, yeah, like I said, a lifestyle and a way of living, a second nature, if you will.
So. Excellent. Um, and uh, we have a last request that um, that if you would would be willing to, if you could just close us out and pray for us yeah. and our audience, and uh, and then um, I, I, afterwards I'll, I'll have you share kind of how people can get in contact with you and, right. and your ministry. Jay, can I ask if there's someone who has pain right now in the chat? Guys, is there anybody right now who's dealing with pain in, in our chat? If there is, like, um, I'd love to just pray for them. If not, it's cool, and I'll just... If there is anyone, um, please uh, speak up, and uh, I'll... I'll let a PD know. Um, but if there is someone on there who, who doesn't want to put their name out, um, mm. I'm just going to pray. Sure. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Awesome. All right. So sorry, you said you wanted to close in prayer first or no, no, if you would just go ahead and pray for us and, and close yeah. us out. Right. Awesome. Awesome. Right. Hey, follow Yahweh. Lord, I just thank you so much, Lord, for everyone who's listening, Lord, and everyone who, Lord, who you are giving a heart to for, for to just follow after you, Lord, and walk exactly like Yeshua walked, Lord. Lord, we just want to follow you without excuse, Lord. Father, we just want the fullness of you, Lord. And so, Father, Lord, right now, God, we just, Lord, I just pray over everyone who's listening, Lord. And so, Father, we just I just pray, Lord, a baptism of the Holy Spirit over each one of them right now, Father. Father, I pray, Lord, that your spiritual gifts would manifest in their lives, Lord. Father, I thank you for an outpouring of your Spirit, Lord, in the Torah community and in every person, Lord. Father, Lord, that people would awake to both the truth, Lord, of your word, Lord, and obedience and holiness, God, but also, Father, Lord, the fullness of your Spirit, Lord. And so, Father, Lord, we just speak to every sickness right now in the name of Yeshua, Father. Every pain right now, Lord. We speak to cancer, Father, right now in the name of Yeshua, Lord. Father, we speak to uh, arthritis, diabetes right now in the name of Yeshua, Father. Lord, I just thank you, God. We command all of that to leave them right now, Father. I thank you, Lord, from top to bottom for restoration right now, God. Father, we speak to every ligament, tendon, every piece of their body, every cell right now. We speak life right now, Father. Lord, I thank you, Lord, for freedom, Lord. In the name of Yeshua, Lord. Lord, I pray all this name of Yeshua. And, uh, and Taylor Meadows uh, just wrote in and said her shoulders are giving her pain. Um, so so if, Taylor Meadows is her name. Okay. okay. Oscar, if it's still hurting. Taylor, is your, uh, are your shoulders still hurting? And uh, and also Danielle Taylor is writing in that her lower back and hip are hurting. Okay. okay. So lower hip and back and shoulder. Okay. So Lord, we just speak to both of that right now in the name of Yeshua, Lord. We just speak to that lower back right now in the name of Yeshua, Father. Father, I thank you for freedom right now. We speak to all that pain right now. And I command it to go right now, Lord. I thank you, Father, for freedom from that, Lord. We speak to the shoulder and the lower hip, Lord. We come on that shoulder to be restored right now. Father, I thank you for fullness of movement right now, Lord. We speak to bones, ligaments, and tendons, everything. And I command restoration right now there, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for 100% restoration there. And we speak to the side right now, the hip, Lord. We speak to that hip. I come on that hip. Be restored now in the name of Yeshua. I thank you for all pain right now that will leave, Father. In the name of Yeshua, Lord. Amen. 
Amen. Um, <laughs> we have a we have an influx of people coming in wanting wanting prayer right now, PD. Um, so uh, we have uh, Leon. Um, he's writing in. Um, he's asking for prayer about his eye and his his eyes and his vision uh, to come back, and uh, and also his back and stomach. Okay. Good. Sorry, I just want to get into the chat as well. Okay. All right. Um, okay. Cool. So I'm just gonna. So let me just see. It's quite a lot, hey. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. So sorry. Okay, Taylor. Was to Taylor leave? Okay, she left. All right. Cool. So okay, I'm just gonna. Lord, uh, you know, I'm just gonna pray for everyone at once. Um, okay. So, Father, Lord, I just thank you so much, God. We just speak to every single pain right now in the name of Yeshua, Lord. We speak to everything, God. Lord, we speak to the um, Chris's pain in his legs right now, Lord. Father, I thank you, Lord. We speak to his the skin, Lord, his the bones, ligaments, tendons, everything right now. God, we speak to all of that right now, Lord. I thank you for brand new legs right now, Lord. We command all that pain to leave him, his body right now, Father. Lord, I thank you for restoration there, Lord. And Father, we just speak to, uh, Father, all shoulders, Lord. There's so many people with shoulders, Father. Lord, we just speak to all their shoulders and back right now, Lord. The name of Yeshua, joints right now. In the name of Yeshua, everything. We command all that to be restored, Father. I thank you, Lord, for freedom, God. So I want everyone to just kind of move around and see if there's any difference. If anyone has got a difference. Okay. So I think we can go on. We'll check now again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, well, thank you, PD. Um, and, uh, and thank you everyone for, for watching the show. I know it's been a great encouragement to see um, and hear your testimony, PD, and, and, and just the importance of walking in spirit and in truth. Um, and, and for anybody who's on here, um, how would they be able to get in contact with you, um, and, and be able to find uh, your ministry and, um, if you could give us that information. Yeah. So look, um, I'm most active on YouTube, so you can just search rise on fire on YouTube or go to youtube.com slash rise on fire one word. Um, and, uh, or our web website rise on fire.com as well, riseonfire.com. Uh, so yeah, you know, that's the main, two main places, you know, most active on YouTube, um, bring out videos every week. So yeah, praise God. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for joining us and uh, thank you PD for coming on and, and, and sharing with us. Um, it, any last words before we sign off? Uh, walk just as he walked without excuse, you know? Amen. <laughs> Amen. All right, guys. Well, take care. Um, we have another show later tonight with Isaac Stropes um, talking about the anniversary of Yeshua and the importance of Passover. He's he's coming out with a, a new book. So be on the lookout for that at 8 p.m. Central Time. And uh, until then, shalom, everybody. Take care. Bye.